This seems horribly irresponsible. I'm not well, going to lie. I'm a little <clears throat> nervous right now. So am I. Like, we're, whew, this is not six and a half feet. You're practically sitting on my lap. Yeah, this is a small room. But these are the things we brave, the conditions we brave. Yeah, I mean, I'm not comfortable, and I know you're not comfortable with words like hero. <laughs> Where's our parade? Yeah, where? This is what people have been begging. You know how many times a day I'm asked, when's the next Lawn Chair Profits episode going to come? You know how many times I'm asked that? Never. Not once. But I like to think somewhere there's someone who I just haven't ran into who's craving. <laughs> it's like... Oh my god, a new lawn chair profits! A lawn chair is a good town chair, but you're aware of that. It falls down to half the size, so you can lay it flat. I can watch the world go by and live without a care. I've never had a bad time in my old lawn chair. Hey, I'm Garter Andrews. That's Bryce Kelly sitting over there four feet from me. Probably not even. You'll be okay, though, because I made my own mask out of a gym sock. It looks a little weird, but I think it's going to protect you. And more importantly, it's going to protect me, Bryce. Yeah, I think it's bold that you didn't wash that sock before, but... No, I just found it in the Lost and Found here. Perfect. In the building. Hey, coming up on this episode of Lawn Chair Profits, a little work-from-home confessional. I'll slide open my window, we'll hear your uh, sin, and we will decide whether you're forgiven or not. Yeah, I think a lot of people are breaking a lot of rules. Mm-hmm. They say they're working eight hours, but really they're working eh, 15 minutes. little something we call... Why now? We'll do that. Uh, relationships under a lot of strain. We're going to be talking about that. But first, nobody likes FaceTime. Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly are the Lawn Chair Prophets. Two guys just watching the world go by. Have you ever gotten a FaceTime call, Bryce? Where you're like, oh, good, FaceTime. Not once. I think I've had no. two FaceTime calls in my life. Uh, one I hated. The second was a mistake. Oh. They didn't mean to die. Like, why are you calling me like this? And even they were like, oh, oops, sorry, let's not do this. You know, I kept getting FaceTime calls, pocket dials from somebody who, they're in my contacts on my phone, but I don't really know this person. They're like a friend of a friend of an old coworker sort of thing. And I'm like, why is this person FaceTime? Finally, I answered once, there was nobody there. It was just the inside of a pocket. Ooh, or a ghost. Yeah, maybe. But I don't know. Like, in this particular... I refuse to call it the new normal because this is not the new normal. The old normal is just over there, and we're going to get back there sooner or later. But in this day and age, it's like everybody wants to Skype. Everybody wants to FaceTime. Everybody wants you to join Zoom. No, I don't want to do any of that. I can talk to you without seeing you. Yeah, I have a couple buddies in Calgary on the same day. They're both like, hey, get house party so we can have beers. Nope. And I'd be like, what on earth is house party? I had to learn what house party is. And uh, we've never, in all these years, we've known each other since high school, and all these years never once have FaceTimed as a group. All of a sudden, they're quite insistent on it. Did you uh, do it? I have refused. Oh, I good. installed the app, but have not done a single thing. Oh, you're going to do it. And I keep getting dings of like, so-and-so wants to chat. Mm. It's like, pass, man, pass. And is there anything more unflattering than how you look on FaceTime I or never, one of these other apps. Never open it to the correct angle. It should it's be called always bad. double chin time, triple chin time. Like I really have done none of this stuff. Even here, like we're starting to do a lot more of Skype meetings. Mm-hmm. And I became very aware that during meetings, I yawn a lot. 
<laughs> I'm learning a lot about uh, myself. I'm yawning all the time, and I need to like I'm learning how to stifle it properly so the other people can't see me. You also roll your eyes a lot. I've noticed that. I roll my eyes a lot, and it turns out I eat a lot of bananas with intense, non-breaking contact with the lens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you uh, are a you have a PhD in eating a banana seductively. Yeah. So things I learned seeing myself on Skype. Yeah, and nobody enjoys this, so everybody just get over it. We'll see you again in a few months or however long this thing takes. In the meantime, leave me alone. Uh, hang on, hi. So uh, I l- like FaceTiming my children, and that's it. Yeah, because your til- children don't judge, like, if your house is messy or if you have a double chin. Well, if it's messy, it's because of them, for one. Yeah. Okay. But no, like when I was working out of town, like that's the only time I ever FaceTime was when I was out of t- working out of town and I wanted to see my kids because I don't get to see them when I'm out of town. Yeah. No, I it's guess. Nice. Yeah. I guess it's a good way to stay in touch with your kids, but no, I don't want anyone else FaceTiming me. I do not enjoy that. No, my brothers once in a while try to FaceTime and like I don't want to see them. I don't <laughs> usually talk to them either. Yeah. I don't need to see you. I agree with Shane. The thing with kids, too, is like, yeah, I get it. You FaceTime with your kids. At least your kids aren't judgmental bastards. Mm -hmm. And they're not going to be like, huh. So um, daddy's bookcase is a little empty. Like for some (laughs) reason, for some reason, everybody has to sit. And it's all it's done is made me feel insecure about my house. That's what it's done. Yeah. Like you think about, you, you watch some of these FaceTimes on the news and everything else like that. And you're like, oh, wow, that person's got a lot of really smart books. I think I might have a far side collection, <laughs> maybe some mad magazines or something. I just saw Ron McLean has started some new thing where he talks to a couple people at a time. Yeah. And he, the bookcase behind Ron McLean, the one he has in his house, Impre- impressive. Really? That guy is swimming in books. Me, I would struggle to find a wall that I would find appropriate to have as my back- backdrop. Yeah. And everybody's done that move, too. You're, suddenly, you're all very aware of, huh, if I suddenly had to go on the news from home, which wall would I choose? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a good option. No, I'd have to move some furniture. And I'd probably have to paint, too, because my house, according to Bryce, is garish. <laughs> the color on your wall, brown. No, it's not brown. It's called Austin cowboy or cowboy leather or something like that. Mm. It's not brown. Quite garish. You have questions. The Lawn Chair Prophets have answers. Uh, Relationships. This is the part of the show where we talk about relationships Mm. and how they'll be tested. Can you imagine being in a fairly new relationship with somebody and maybe you've just moved in together? Yeah. I like to think that somewhere on March 1st, 2020, a couple, six months into the relationship. Let's give this a go. Take a plunge, moved in together into a one-bedroom apartment. And then suddenly, you're trapped. Two weeks later, everything shuts down. People are locked down. You're stuck working at home all day. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? What a great time to find out that that other person. So you're you're an open-mouth chewer, huh? (laughs) Oh, God. You don't close the bathroom door, huh? Even when you're making a number two? What wow. a horrible time to find that out. Man, that would be rough. And yeah, it is. you're being pushed to the extreme. This is extreme weather testing of oh. a relationship, being stuck, especially in an apartment. At least like for me, uh, we've now lived together for a year, my significant other and I, my sweetie. 
but you have square footage. But we have a couple areas in the house that we can separate. Yeah. If need, and believe me, she has. Really? Apparently, she doesn't find me as funny as she once did. Do you find yourself getting exceptionally needy, though, when she decides she needs a little alone time in the basement? <laughs> Are you phony? Are you te- What you doing down there? Huh? Can I pop by and see you? It like, is funny when I'm getting texts from her and she's on just in in another house? part of the house. Yeah. yeah that's happening a lot. Oh. Uh, but thankfully, we have some road under us, a year's worth of road beneath us. I couldn't imagine being in a fresh, new situation, living with someone for the first— even if you're, you're not a lover— we know a guy who just moved to Vancouver. Oh, yeah. Who is now forced he, to work from home. Yeah, and he moved out to I don't know what he was doing. He moved to Vancouver and he couldn't afford to live right downtown on his own. So he just found an ad on Craigslist or whatever, some people looking for a roomie, and he said, "Okay, yeah, I'll move in." So now he's living with strangers and they're all trapped in this house together? Yeah. What the hell? That's my worst nightmare. Yeah, so that relationship will be tested. Oh, my God. You eat how much pizza? What? You spend how much time getting ready? He does spend a lot of time in the bathroom. Yeah, I hope they have more than one. I hope they do, too. Yeah, but it'd also be a rough time as well if, um, what if you had just met somebody right before quarantine and she had to go her separate way, you had to go your separate way, or... And now all of a sudden you have to communicate long distance through quarantine. Mm, yeah. You can't really go see each other. No, you're stuck doing that awkward FaceTime. Yes. That's never flattering. Oh, you would have to do FaceTime. Or, and then what if, what if you didn't do FaceTime and you came out of it eight weeks from now or whenever this is over and you weigh 35 pounds more? You caught the COVID-19. Yeah. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I do know what you're saying, Bryce. As in 19 pounds oh. gained from eating? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't need to explain it. <laughs> <laughs> Hello? I was just listening to you just now and you are talking about, um, like, this is a true test of a relationship because, you know, if you can withstand being isolated with somebody for this amount of time... You know, <laughs> you either are going to make it or break it. I 100% agree because um, due to other people's personal beliefs, they don't live together before they get married, right? And that's perfectly fine. I'm not against it or anything. But I do think that a true test is to live with somebody for an extended period of time because all those little things that you don't think that bother you will either not yeah. bother you still or drive you absolutely insane. Then you'll know, like, oh, yeah, I should marry this person because if I can deal with this, oh, I can deal with anything, right? <laughs> if you don't if you don't live them with them, how else are you going to find out that they don't close cupboard doors? Or pick up their socks. I think, honestly, when I, I got home yesterday and I went out for my walk yesterday afternoon like I always do. I couldn't believe how many new people I saw out there. Now, the, this could be people that are... Um, just working from home now, maybe they've been laid off and maybe they've always walked and they just walk at a different time of day. I don't know. But there were a lot of people out there and I think that's the key right now. If you don't have the square footage in your home to separate yourself from your partner, your roommate, you got to start walking. You need to get out of the house for an hour a day. You have to. You just Even if you live by yourself because it's so easy to get into a rhythm of not going outside and breathing that fresh air. And it's amazing how much it impacts your, your mental health. Yeah. What are some of the, uh, I don't know, like the open mouth chewing thing. I don't know what I would do. I would have to go eat my meals alone in my room. 
so I didn't have to listen to it. I don't open mouth chew. I'm very aware of that. Uh-huh. But apparently I learned uh, through this that my sweetie just can't be near people eating if she's not eating. Oh. Just the thought, uh, the idea that maybe she could hear crunching or anything. Oh, my God. So stands her over the edge. So she's gone. Even if I'm not open mouth chewing, she has to leave the room. I can I can kind of relate to that. I can't stand it. Like when we sit down, I hate those kettle cook, cooked potato chips. I can't stand those things. But that's my wife's go-to chips. And if we're watching a movie and she's sitting on a couch on the other side of the room, I do the, like I whip my head over and I look every time she, I don't think she's noticed me doing that yet. <laughs> she probably has. I can't stand the sound of crunchy food. Even if, and she's not an open mouth chewer. I'm not saying that. Yeah, but you can only stifle so much sound. It's another guy we used to work with here too, who used to eat, like you'd be in a meeting with him and he'd pull out like unwashed celery, like, and he'd just (laughs) peel it right off the big, you know who I'm talking about, right? (laughs) No, I don't think so. Oh, you'll know. And he would just peel, break a stalk off of the bunch and and just sit across the desk and talk to you while he was eating celery. I'm like, Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, imagine having to live with that person all of a sudden. Oh. You just started living together and that happens. Yeah. Well, we wish you nothing but the best. If you're in a new relationship or if you just moved in with somebody, I hope you don't kill each other. What about the other direction where uh, all of a sudden, you know, things have been rocky for a while. The ice is thin. Oh. And all of a sudden you're stuck together. Things go poorly and you're in quarantine. You and you go say separate ways. something you can't take back. Yeah. I want a divorce. And all of a sudden, you can't leave. Yeah. What do you do? Woo. Look, it's not you. It's me. I think we should go our separate ways. I'll be over here. Yeah, I'll take the second bedroom. You take the first. That would be rough. In our 800-square-foot apartment. The Lawn Chair Profits with Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. So anything that can go wrong in your house will likely go wrong right now. When it's hard to get service for anything, it's hard to go buy a new one of the thing you need to replace. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My fridge has started making a weird noise. Uh-oh. Like it was kind of, I could tell it was old looking from when I got it. It's garish. I've seen a picture. It's white. <laughs> Who has white appliances anymore? Oh, Jesus. Stainless steel. <laughs> wow. <laughs> do you have white appliances? Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, I do too. Oh, for the boy. time. Actually, you know what's garish? What? Is that I have a white fridge, a white dishwasher, and a white stove, but a stainless steel hood microwave. Oh, that's embarrassing. They started, the previous owners started to change them, but gave up mm. after the microwave. Wow. So I'm stuck with multicolored appliances. But the point is, my garish fridge yeah. uh, is starting to make a bad noise. And I'm like, oh, great. I'll just go to the brick and get a brand new one. No, no you won't. No, I won't. No. Uh, appliances, not essential. No, no, they're not. They're not. not. They're not. I think you might have to just go dig a hole. You might have to just heavily salt everything you have right now, dig a hole in the yard and bury it. Yeah, find the deepest, darkest corner in my basement. Yeah, and it's funny, like my treadmill, for like treadmills, not an essential, apparently, and trying to find somebody to service it. There are four of us that live under our roof. All four of us use that treadmill. That is... The treadmill is sanity for at least three quarters of us in the house. At least I go outside and I'll go for a walk or something, whereas that that's what they do is they walk or run on the treadmill all the time. The treadmill just totally cratered the other day. And I phoned the place where I bought it, and I'm like, yeah, um, can I talk to somebody in service, please? And there's this, and they're like, what do you need? And I said, yeah, my, I bought a treadmill there. 
several years ago and it just stopped working. And she talked to me like I was a monster asking for a service call. A total monster. You mean you want someone to come to your home in these quarantine times? You know, and catch COVID in your home, which is exceptionally dirty, and die? That's what I took away from that conversation. Yeah, that's pretty harsh. Yeah, so I'm not getting my treadmill fixed. I took it all apart. I got nothing. I've started to, I think, you know, like Shaw and Tellus and all them, are they still doing house calls? I doubt it. They don't want to die. That's what I would think. And of course, I have three TV boxes in my house. Two of them are junk. Uh-oh. You're going to have to talk to your sweetie instead of watching TV. Talk to her or read a book? I don't want to do those things. Oh. Uh, hey, Garner and Bryce. I had a why now moment on the weekend. My husband went downstairs to discover the hot water tank spewing water all over. Ooh. Luckily, it still had a couple of months of warranty left. But still, why now? Well, I don't know. I wouldn't even care if my hot water tank was under warranty. I'd be more concerned by the destruction it was doing in my basement by spewing water all over the place. Yeah, you don't realize how much water those things hold until they break. Some of them hold hold 40 gallons, Bryce. Some hold 60. I think mine's a a 40. Yeah. One day things are going to turn around and you're going to get a 60. You're going to do better one day. One day you'll be like, Garn, have a 60. Oh, this one. Why now? My mom's front tooth fell out on Saturday. Ooh. It was put in temporarily until it can be fixed permanently, but her dentist is closed now. She's 77, isn't too keen on going anywhere right now. My husband was joking with her and said that once you lose a front tooth, everyone just automatically assumes you're dumb. (laughs) Why now? The tooth thing is so true. Like, the tooth... You see somebody with a missing tooth and you automatically deduct 15 to 25 points from their IQ. Oh, I go steeper than that. Do you? Yeah. It takes a hard fall off the cliff if I see your missing teeth. But you can correct that with prescription glasses. Like you automatically, you see somebody with prescription glasses on and you're like, huh, that person's 25 points smarter than I thought they were. So could she negate it? Could she get back to even if she just got herself some glasses until she could get that tooth fixed? Glasses and maybe a shirt with a collar? Yeah, maybe. Or just wear a doctor's coat. Sure. People be like, oh, oh. okay, I get it. They're smart. But that is true. That's tough. We Ooh. got this. This is a guy we know, actually, Bryce. Joel? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I had to walk away from my condo in 2016 and had it foreclosed. I've spent the last four years rebuilding my credit. Last Wednesday, I shockingly got a letter in the mail with a judgment saying I owe the mortgage company $35,000. I also got a photo radar ticket in the mail that same day. Why now? Oh, nice. A double whammy. That's harsh. Uh, you there, line six? Yeah, my, uh, my girlfriend who's a nurse. She comes home from work, and her daughter's like, hey, there's something dripping in the basement. The oh. dishwasher started leaking, and it's like, why now? I think you could still get a plumber into your house, couldn't you? I would think emergency, yeah, plumbers have to be essential. Yeah. That'd be rough if all of a sudden you have to wait three months to replace your... <laughs> well, it leaks into the basement <laughs> and destroys all your priceless family heirlooms. Probably a white dishwasher that was leaking. Probably. Stainless steels don't leak. That's just science. Hey, I blew out the crotch in my work pants. Can't buy fabric to patch. Fabric store closed. Regular store I go to, closed. Have to settle for whatever Walmart or Superstore has. Why now, Mark? Do people actually patch pants? 
I was going to say, like, when the crotch wears out in a pair of jeans, those things hit the old dumpster. Yeah, I tend to wear out the crotch in a lot of my jeans, Bryce. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. <laughs> oh, um, that was bleak. Sure, it sure was. <laughs> uh, I've noticed that um, Canadian Tire has started selling jeans. Have you noticed that? Like no. when you first walk in, they have tables full of jeans and really attractive ones too. <laughs> and but my question is, is that when you buy jeans at Canadian Tire, where do you try those on? Like, do you go over? Oh yeah, they don't have change rooms there. Just go to the seasonal department and stand behind a plant and try them on over there. That's how you get arrested. That's how you get your name on a list down at the police station. Oh my God. Taking off your pants in a Canadian tire. I enjoy Canadian tire. I enjoy that they all smell the same. I like the variety of things they offer. Uh, but one thing I've never gone in there craving was a new pair of pants. No. How many times do you go to Canadian tire and leave with a frying pan you don't need? <laughs> Man, they have a lot of frying pans. Yeah. And they're always on sale. And you're like, oh, I can't pass up these kinds of savings. Nine ninety nine for a Frying pan that's usually $49.99? I'm losing money if I don't buy this frying pan. Oh, Canadian Tire. Uh, one more or not? Yeah. Uh, I had a crown on a tooth break. Oh. Now I need an implant. The dentist says they will get me in to fix it when, quote, things get back to normal. FML. Why now? Oh, wouldn't that be painful too? Yes. Well, that's fun. Just exposed nerves dangling down in the <laughs> back of your throat. Hopefully you don't eat a lot of those hard kettle-made chips. Oh. I just Or Captain Crunch and just... <laughs> <laughs> that's my impression of kettle cook chips. The Lawn Chair Profits. Solving the world's problems one podcast at a time. Oh, Bryce, a lot of people working from home. See what I just did there? Working. I did air quotes. Yeah, he said that sarcastically and judgingly. I'm sure some people are actually working from home, but I think a lot of people don't really know how to work from home or they don't have enough to do when it comes to working from home. And that's why Bryce and I offer the work from home confessional. Come in, my child. Sit down and Confess your sins. I like this a lot because I think people are putting up a pretty good front. Mm -hmm. Supposed to be working nine to five, but really, I don't know, after an hour or so of sitting at their computer, they're watching the prices right again. Mm -hmm. This one says, I still go into work, but there is no work. So I play Call of Duty mobile or I take an online stock trading course, name withheld so I don't get laid off quicker than I should. Well, that person's still going into work. That one doesn't count as work from home. Oh, this one, though. This is quite impressive. Yesterday on ESPN 8, the Ocho, I watched the 2019 Euro Tram Championships. Yes, a public transportation train competition. This is what it has come to. Uh, <laughs> but isn't ESPN 8, the Ocho, isn't that the official home of Dodgeball? It was the official home of Dodgeball. Yeah. Uh, I like that one. I like that they're being paid a full salary. To watch a public transportation, basically a bus rodeo. Yeah, that's probably one of those shows that you put on, intending to put on for five minutes, and all of a sudden four hours has gone by. Yeah. You're like, what happened? It's like when you drive home and you forget how you got home. <laughs> well, what? I do that all the time. Huh? Uh, working from home confession. Friday afternoon, I had a conference call. 
My wife and I paused Tiger King so I could be on the call. <laughs> I sent a summary email of the conference call to my reports and pushed play again on Tiger King less than an hour later. One of my proudest achievements of my professional career was finished Tiger King by dinner. BR. Well, congratulations, BR. That is impressive. That is impressive. And by the way, an aside, mm-hmm. Tiger King, I was hooked. Oh, me too. What a bunch of rednecks. Hooked bad. Carol Baskin, hot. (laughs) (laughs) I like this music in the background. This is soothing. Uh, Somebody else said, I have to confess I have plans to resurface my deck during the COVID work from home. I also want to install a DIY security camera system. Haven't started yet, but the planning has commenced. Ray. That's good. Resurface a deck. Mm-hmm. I hope he's supposed to be sending out TPS reports and all these kind of memos, but really he's hammering in uh, boards on his deck. One more. Hey, confession, I swapped the winter tires for summer tires on my wife's car, my car, and my daughter's car yesterday while I was, air quotes, working from home. In case you're wondering, I do not work in the tire industry. I'm an accountant for a large corporation. Nicely done. I am in some angry text messages from people who say we shouldn't be talking about this because it's selfish. Uh, do you want me to read one of these? Oh, sure. Why Super not? condescending? Sure, with the tone, please. Hey, all these people calling and texting about how they're slacking off at home is making us all look bad. People need to grow the F up and do the job they're being paid to do. And if you don't have enough work to keep you busy all day, keep your mouth shut, Blair. Oh, wow. Blair is taking it serious. Oh, one more. This is from Kathy. Okay. Kathy gets the final word. I agree with the other guy that people need to shut their mouths. These are the same people that will whine the loudest when they get handed their papers. No one owes you a job, so show some self-respect and do the job you're lucky enough to still have. Well... I kind of get what they're saying. <laughs> yeah, me too. But at the same time, I mean, if I if we stung, had to start working from home, you'd be fine because you have experience doing that. I don't. And discipline, Bryce. Oh, I would. I would be a disaster. I have experience and discipline. I would be. I would fall apart at the seams. Wow, it'd be a disaster for me. Well, I hope we never have to work from home, but we're probably going to die anyway because we're sitting so close together in an airtight studio recording lawn chair profits. Worth it. Was it? <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Lawn Chair Profits with Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Theme by Garner Andrews. Guests of the Lawn Chair Profits stay in the dumpster behind the building by the rail yard. Classy.